Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, this is Boys Don't Cry Part 2, where we're talking about attention-seeking, attention-getting. I'm joined by the brilliant Neve Spencer and the brilliant Josh Jones, who has mirrors at the arse and head end of his bed, so he's brilliantly qualified to talk about attention-seeking. Josh, what, what was it What was it like? Um, well, first of all, I'll ask you both those questions. I do want to know about your childhood as well. But firstly, how do you seek attention from a long-term partner what's your longest relationship you've ever had i mean another me chocolate i'm a mr stereotype here today fucking bnp russell but um, yeah game in only date for two days don't i no but what's two, the longest two, relationship you've ever had two and a half years and right that is long months. that's definitely long enough for you to know what sort of boyfriend you are how do you seek attention and how do you like it to be given once you've gone past that 18 month point I cook, clean, because um, we've naked. We, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, even though we've like split up, we still like speak all the time, and we've we've not lived together for, eight, for like four months now. And he texted me last week asking like how to even turn on the iron. Like he he was so useless. So I like ironed all his clothes. I did all that sort of stuff for him. And then, um, so almost sort of the maternal type things is a way you like to give attention there. Mm. Yeah, well, I've because I've always like or well, paternal, just, I should say as well. Now the amount of fucking <laughs> ironing shit. But like now, now like I don't know. Like growing up, I was always like, you know, you've got to be able to do all this. I looked after like not that my parents weren't there, but it's like look after yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like I got a job at fourteen, and do you know all that stuff. Yeah. So and he was quite. Um, well, he, he he was quite well off and um, his family were like, you know, they just let him just kind of live his life and he didn't really... By the time he got to me, he hadn't really... He had no life skills. He had a good degree, but he couldn't even make soup. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> I just felt what like about I when... to become his mum. And what about when you were a kid then? Did you feel like you got the attention you needed? How have you ended up like... I always think, how have I ended up like me? Up until I started doing this for a living, I was first person on the dance floor at a wedding. You know the one. You know the, there's that first yeah. wave at about eight pm that dances with the grandmas and stuff. That's me. I'm the loudest person in the restaurant, joking with the waiters and waitresses. That was me. As soon as I I got known for stand up, that had to stop because 
what happened was if it was a big wedding and there was people that didn't know me there, it's like you're only getting up and showing off because you're on the telly. Yeah. Brick. So I've had to, I've had to, I've had to become weirdly more introvert, artificially introvert. But my natural personality is, look at me, I'm on the table. Everyone's looking at me in at university, and that's because all I ever craved was attention from my old man, who was like silverback alpha male down the shed. So I wondered what your attention-seeking DNA was, Josh. Oh well, there was a couple of stages when I was in school. The teacher in primary school every Friday, the teacher would put the tables together, and I would get on it and sing Lady <laughs> Marmalade. Fucking I hell! Do, I would do all of it, even little Kim's rap. So I'd be on the table spanking my bum and being like, "We're independent women. Some mistakes are horse, <laughs> but why spend mine and I can spend yours?" Oh, I fucking and love I just, that. So I performed for all them. And then when I went to high school, that kind of stopped because then, like, you know, you get bullied for that sort of shit. So uh, that stopped. But then when I was at uni, I lived with a load of stoners, so they would spend the day smoking weed. I wouldn't smoke any weed, but we used to do this thing called pie day, so I would spend the day baking loads of different pies, and then they would, like, (laughs) eat, eat. Eat my, and then all these stoners will eat my pies and give me compliments. How and I'll be like, amazing! Oh. So, You're like the dream. You're then, like the uni dream to live with. Yeah, and then I started doing stand up, and I stopped baking pies because I was like, I don't need this attention. I'm getting something else now. Wow. I mean, but, it's a. Uh, do you think Neve, there's a difference in how men? attention seek when men are trying to get attention from men talking about straight men here so when a man's (laughs) when men are trying to get attention from straight straight men are trying to get attention from straight men versus when they're trying to get attention from women we know sadly how women try to get attention and all the bizarre shit that girls have to deal with and all the body dysmorphia and all that it's so it's so disgusting it's not my it's not maybe not my place to talk about it you're totally welcome to if you want to talk about how you seek attention from girls versus how you might seek attention from men more than welcome to comment but i'm interested initially how about how you think men try and get attention from other men or do they or does it stop as they get older how old your fella now your bloke Um, is he over 40 you're testing me again um he's 30 (laughs) uh he's younger than me uh 35 35, but do you feel like he's still trying to get attention from other blokes? Will he put a yes. watch on that's more for men rather than women? Oh, or yeah. How does oh, it yeah. manifest so itself? My, my husband is one of these weird people who has social media, has an Instagram account, but never uses it. Weird. Weird. Oh, a watcher. What is he? He's just... A watcher. He only uses it when he's in the toilet, basically, when he's taking a shit. Oh, mate. That's is he following Ariana Grande by any chance? This is it. He's, oh, there we go. I never thought of that. I never thought of that. Russell, shit. There we go. There Have I you was. not heard... I learned about something on this podcast called a cluster follow. Do you know what a cluster follow is, Neve? It's where a man follows three boring normal things, sport, news, oh, no. influencer, fit girl in the middle, sport, news influencer so if you check on his profile recently followed his cluster followed and the bikini clad girl is hidden in the middle of the cluster follow fuck that and i'm always spying on him <laughs> as well i'm gonna have a, i'm gonna have a right to look at his phone tonight um, no he so he's weird right he's an android clearly is not but to me he is because he's not on social media all the time mm. but he tries to get attention when he's talking to his friends it's all about showing off about diy so Right. It would be like, oh, I've made this cabinet. It's really cool. And then he'll show it to his friends. Or, oh, guess what? I was doing all this stuff in the garden and I managed to manage to get the grass growing again. Like, it's about him 
showing. That is old school, isn't yeah, it? Man. It, I mean, yeah, man. I mean, I reckon if we got in a time machine and literally went back to a cave, there would be a man with a bit of wood showing it to another man. That's him. <laughs> that's him. Look, a bit of wood been shaped. Fucking legend. Yeah. So that's it. He showed, wow. That's where he looks for That's quite innocent, though, that. I like that. He's a, it's, it's he's a nice... He's a, he's a good guy. I mean, he's going to listen to this, so... But he's a good guy. Um, but that's how he gets attention off blokes. With me, the way that he gets attention, and I do this quite a lot mm. as well, is he exaggerates a lot about how bad things are. So, oh, I do that. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I do that. Like how... The, 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 how hard I'm working, yeah. how tired I am, how many bills I've yeah. paid. How, 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 how are the prospects are probably going to be awful even though I've got juicy gigs lined there up. You go. I'll do that how, for mainly, a bit to attention. Mainly how many hours the children have slept for when they're on his watch, which isn't very often, I might add. He will yeah. exaggerate. I do that as well, though. Like, oh, she yeah. was awake for like, you know, 55,000 yeah, yeah. hours, you know, and that's but how But isn't that because you're attention. trying to bank some days off brownie points down the line? Oh, fuck, yeah. And it's also... Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, not, it's, it's not just the attention. You're going, remember when I didn't sleep two weeks ago? That's why I'm doing Champneys. Oh, yeah. Thanks. So you're banking. You're banking the non-sleep for a Champneys visit. There we go. I like that you know that. <laughs> This is true. Um, Josh, so how do you get attention for, would you like seek attention from people you're not necessarily romantically or sexually interested in, whether it's other men or if you're trying to impress your female friends? What, uh, what do you, is it material? Do you make a cabinet? We know you make pies. Yeah, like, I, honestly, when I like to be the host. So when, we're, when I've got people, I like to have people around and cook. And I get quite competitive about it. I remember when I was at uni, the, we was doing it like filming a thing, but we was filming it in each other's houses. And then like one day, and um, we went to this other house and they had like bacon butties. And the next day they was going to mine. And I was like, oh, you, you want to have a competition? Let's fucking go. I baked about <laughs> four different pies. I did like bacon butties, sausage butties. I did a massive chiller. I spent about 100 quid. And this is when I had no money. And I was just like, so, and I, I had like stuff for vegans. I went mental. And then the, per- oh my gosh. the person walked in and she was my friend and she was like, you're just a psychopath. And I was like, I, I like want... Fucking but angry. Like... You need to go on Bake Off, dude. <laughs> I know. Oh, you should. I know. I want to. But I don't bake cakes. I, I like pies. Yeah, I but you know do... you could translate that shit. Yeah. 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 If you can bake a pie, you can bake if a cake. If you throw sugar in a pie, it's a cake, yeah. as far as I know. I don't, I don't even <laughs> do, like, dessert pies because this is the only bit of Tusky. Toxic masculinity. I've got I can't believe you can't believe you don't do cream pies. That's so disappointing <laughs> to know. <laughs> But I'm I'm more Marvin than I am gay, and I think that dessert pies are for little bitches. Ooh. <laughs> right. Um. So we're we're a fair way in. We're getting near the end. So I want to just now and again. I like to open it out with something like attention because I do think it's a cultural thing, a British cultural issue. Actually, I just should probably ask before we ask about British culture. You've mentioned a few times, Neve, about being typically Indian. Indian, Pakistani heritage, Bangladeshi? Indian. Northern Indian, Indian. I'm Sikh. We're the best. Sikh. Right. So in Sikh culture, we know, uh, well, I definitely know, they like a drink and going out and oh, having yeah. it rather lot. I've seen a few. Uh, ne- I'll never forget the first time I was shocked when I was about 17 seeing my first Sikh gurning man on the dance floor <laughs> in illegal row. <laughs> Anyway, we party, um, we party hard. You do party hard. So, is there a sort of cultural difference between how a Sikh boy or Sikh girl might attention seek? I found oh. the pun, but it's there. I can't, I can't attention seeking with a capital S. Or is it? Is it? 
I mean, I've got to be honest, I've, I've come across a lot of seat people in my business, not noticed a massive difference in how you party or rep on Instagram or anything like that. But is there stuff I've missed? Um, I mean, the thing is that if you're if you are of Asian heritage and you live in another country anyway, that isn't isn't your motherland, <clears throat> then there's going to be an element of heightened attention seeking because you're not really fitting in. Do you know what I mean? So you're going to look for validation perhaps more. You know, you're going to be a minority in your workplace. You're going to be a minority in your school potentially, unless you go to that strange all Sikh or all Muslim school type vibe. Always find that weird. Yeah. What's the fuck? What the fuck is the point of moving to this country if you're going to send your kids to an all Asian school? Weird. I know. Imagine if I like moved to Spain and went to like the egg and chips comprehensive. There you go. What are you going to learn? <laughs> what are you going to learn? Um, but no. So I think that there's definitely a heightened amount of attention seeking that comes from being an ethnic you know an ethnic person in a minority situation yeah but i was watching um i watched a brilliant asian dating program on netflix I yeah it it's called, called Indian I, I put it on i ran out of everything to watch you run out of everything to watch that's for you so you start to watch things that are for other people on the hope you find them interesting and Lindsay and i watched the whole fucking yeah. thing in two nights asian matchmaking yeah Amazing. So Literally good. about Asian attention seeking. Yeah. Obviously not as relevant for our chat because a lot of it takes place in, in India. Some of it takes place in the States. Again, not relevant for us because Americans love a bit of attention. But do you think, I've got to tread carefully here, so I'll let, I'll let you explore it. But do you think there's an ostentation to Indian attention seeking that's slightly, I mean, this sounds awful, but you know, brighter, vibrant, more out there, more flashy, more showy. Oh, yeah. That's an awful stereotype, but I wonder what truth is in it. Oh, this so, I mean, that's spot on what you've said, because really we are such a competitive community. Um, and again, that comes from just this terrible system in India of the caste system where, you know, that if, if, we, if we lived in India, my family would have servants and we would be we would be having them now and they would be making the pandemic amazing. Um, now it's your husband. Right. Yeah. Now it's literally now it's my husband. Um, but, you know, so. So, yeah. No, you're so right. It is. It's this affluence. It's this feeling of needing to be better than somebody. And, and yeah, exactly. All the things you said, more flashy um, and just like the top. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Just being uh, at the top. Do you find yourself, do you find you're fighting that in yourself a bit? Yes. Or do you not suffer from it as I, much? Or? I don't know. I'm probably because I do so much mental health work and I've had such dark shit go on in my life. I yeah. am, I like to think I'm humble. You might see pictures of me posing with my children, you know, and we're wearing nice clothes and we all look shiny and stuff, but you won't see me posting pictures in... with a Lambo or yeah. I try to hold off the Maldives shit. Yeah, you, you know. won't. Well, you might see me in Maldives just saying, if the hotel are going to yeah. give it to me for free, you're going to see me all fucking over it, right? Yeah, well, you have to. Right? Legally, you're going you to see that. You're going to see that. But if, if I go on a posh holiday and I'm not getting it for free and I can't shit. resist doing it self, I always tag it and pretend it's Southend and Leon C. Yeah, you've <laughs> got to be <laughs> humble. I mean, you're not going to see... If I do fly business class, which doesn't happen often anymore because I lost all no. my gigs. Um, yeah, same here. Welcome to... You, you won't see me showing that. So I think you have to yeah. kind of, it depends what you're trying to prove. And I don't feel I need to prove anything. And I think Josh mm. has, has said that a lot as well. You get to a point in your life where you go, I don't fucking care what you think. And yeah, there might be moments where you need a bit of validation and you need those likes, you know, you're having a down day, your period, it's a full moon, whatever. But essentially, you God, don't... Women are werewolves, aren't they? They're literally... I was talking about you guys. <laughs> He's got a period, I can hear her howling. <laughs> I was talking about men. I was talking about men because yeah. today's a full moon. So I was talking about men because men have oh, Do periods. we go angry on full moon? Listen, really? don't what you know? Moon? You'll have to do a podcast Does it make us more this. horny? You'll have, to talk, you'll have to do a podcast about this. Men have their periods Shit. and it's the full moon. Fuck, I need to look into that. Josh, so you I have... I did called... have a moody weekend, to be fair. See? I did have like a, a rare down weekend. Mm-hmm. So were you, but were you any hairy or howling? Josh, so you, you'll get the cultural pressure in the opposite direction because Josh is about as northern as you can go without turning <laughs> turning into that angel that sets over Newcastle. Um, so you have the opposite of a, a, a typical um, Sikh attention-seeking practice in that don't show off too much, don't look like you've got anything, right? That's your cultural background. Yeah, and uh, yeah, but it's weird though, like, because... Sometimes, have you noticed that when you see like a proper working class person, they'll spend the money on nice clothes or whatever, but then you see like middle class people who spend loads of money on, like, looks like they've shit, like old, <laughs> like vintage shit. They look like shit. Yeah. I, think, <laughs> I, I think that like. But what do you now, really think? But what do you actually. <laughs> but I think now a lot of like working class people are like. I don't know, when I do something, I like to put a nice shirt on and I feel like even like the straight guys that I know where I'm from, when they're going out or whatever, they, I think now we're a bit more comfortable getting a bit more suited and booted, but there is an extent of it, like, I don't know. I, I feel sometimes because doing stand-up, you travel all over or whatever. Sometimes, because I've got now, I've got posh middle-class southern friends and I'm like, if my granddad could see me now, he'd be pissed off. <laughs> if could, if, but like, I don't know. It is weird. Um, so I just want to finish uh, by talking about. I just want to finish by talking about British uh, culture in in a wider way. I mean, we're seeing, I would say, a transition in our political sphere that's affecting what what's happening right now. In the the type of politicians who are in it to change things are getting smaller and the ones that are in it for the showbiz attention are getting more prevalent. Now I'm, I'm not like some anti-Tory fucking stand up cliche, 
But there's no doubt about it. Wurzel Gummidge, who's just gone, Jeremy Corbyn, was the classic person who would like to be invisible with no voice but make massive amounts of change. And he was up against the guy with no ideas, no policies, would say anything, even if 100,000 people die in a pandemic, as long as he's getting attention and looks a bit show busy. Is this not the natural conclusion of living in a attention-seeking personality cult Instagram culture, Boris Johnson? Of course. Yeah. Absolutely, because any politician now has to be a superstar. And it's it's really now we know that people are voting more just out of pure showbiz popularity. You know, that's why I mean, but you look at America and, you know, take take Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know what I mean? Like I would always vote. I'd vote Arnie for president just because it's fucking Arnie. You know but what I mean? He does seem to have decent right? ideas as well. So and I suppose exactly. he might be. It doesn't mean I suppose you can have a showbiz pizzazz and accidentally be good as well. Totally. And he could save <laughs> the fucking world if the shit went down. Like if literally. Making that noise. Uh, yeah. That's how he probably does. Um, immunizations out of a gun <laughs> i'll immunize each of you <laughs> there you go you would believe in it he would <laughs> he would keep us going if he had been the prime minister of, of england through this we would have we would have got through it with arnie there so i think yeah, yeah it is about how popular you can be perhaps how you know how bizarre your hair looks you know just the memes it's meme power right yeah yeah but even like um, Kamala Harris, like following her on Instagram and stuff. I like, like, it does feel like you're following a celebrity. And I know she's massive, like, politician or whatever, but I'm like, oh God, she looks so good. Yeah. And when there was, like, a video of her wearing, like, a pride jacket, so many gay people, like, that was famous on the gay internet. So it was like, I don't know, stuff like that. Everyone's guilty of it in yeah. good or bad. But I feel like but Boris is our punishment for rating oh people that want to be liked over people that want to do stuff. Mm. The three of us want to be liked, so we're all doing the right jobs. We do shit where we want to be like, I'm not going to go on stage and say something. Many comedians would, by the way, who are a lot more critically acclaimed than me, go on and say something comedically difficult with a quiet bit because it needs to be heard followed by a laugh. That's getting dropped in the first edit. I'm going to go on and whore myself for giggles for 80 minutes till I earn as much money and I feel as fulfilled with laughter as possible. It's a business and I love making people laugh. I would be an awful politician for that reason. Awful. I would chase whatever was hashtagging that day for likes. No doubt about it. So I stay well out of that. I keep my, I even keep my true political views hidden, and so just so I can make fun of everyone, I would hate yeah. to have any genuine influence over anyone. But whoever's in charge, or whoever said anything that day, I rip the shit out of them. Yeah. I don't care whether it's the Spandau Ballet one, Keir Starmer, or <laughs> Mr. Tumble. Mr. Tumble. <laughs> <laughs> I've not heard that before. Or the other one, or Boris, who I call Mr. Tumble eating a swan. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, one last one. What about people in our culture, British culture, who are born into attention and can't help it? Not just the children of celebrities who can sort of, if they want, go invisible, change their name and make their own way. Although it's very fucking hard if you're Romeo Beckham. Um, I'm talking about royals. Mm. We've, we've had a really good experiment in our lifetime of seeing what happens with someone who's born very, very close to the throne, Prince Harry, didn't ask to it, can't get away with it. You can go and live in Spain in a hermit's cottage. You'll be photographed till the day you die. There's nothing you can do about it. Involuntary attention, getting attention, seeking, and has chosen to switch lanes for that attention. Both he and Meghan, of course. Meghan's slightly different in that she's chosen to be with a prince you know she's sort of gone i'm up for the risk of the type of thing but prince harry's it's very interesting isn't it 
someone that's born into attention and is shifted into a more sort of media Netflixy Spotify attention away from a royal attention. Well, just for, so that I can get a bit more attention, I've met them both. I'll start by saying what? Oh. Um, yeah, and um, that's you know that's all I've got to say about that. Met them for about a second, but still touched their skin, wow. smelt them a bit. But no, Harry, you know. Did you form a bridge in between Ginger and Megan? Oh, listen, I met Harry. I met Harry before <laughs> like, oh. he met before he announced that he was married. Oh, hello. Do you not go too far, Neve, in what you're about to say? How long ago did you meet Harry? About 11 years ago. <laughs> I met Harry just before he was about to announce that he was engaged to Meghan. Just before. But, interestingly, when he met me, the outfit that I wore to meet him, it wasn't my birthday suit, um, the outfit I wore to meet him was then absolutely replicated by Meghan when she announced <gasps> that she was marrying Prince Harry. So... Oh, my God, she's stealing your she love. She stole my... Oh, get that, that bitch. That means, Harry, that means Harry's had a memory wank thinking about news. Oh, yeah, that's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but no, to Shit. answer your question, I think for Harry, the difference is that he, you know, he always knew he could be who he wanted to be. Yeah, he could be a weed-smoking, you know, like hooligan if he wanted, because he would never have to be king, and he didn't have that pressure on him. But also, he yeah. watched what it did to his mum. And I think once he became a father, because as you know, Russell, it just changes the way you think of everything. I think he was mm -hmm. like, fuck this. I am not allowing my, my wife to be hounded all the time. I'm not going to have my child, you know, followed and essentially potentially killed. I mean, look what they did to his mum. Yeah, so yeah. I but respect why what, he did it. What do you think, Josh, of the criticism that they should have just led a civilian life and done banking and media behind the scenes, started a production company. They've still gone camera facing. That's what confuses mm. some people. Because, like, he's, he can't exactly get a job at Greg's. The, the no, camera but... people are still going to be there, aren't they? <laughs> like, so, like, you, might, he, you can't, he can't, like, Beyonce can't stop being Beyonce. Once you've got to that level, you're not. No, the cameras aren't going to carry on following you. you no, know, but you know Beyonce I mean? could buy a massive recording studio, produce artists. Yes, she's going to be photographed on the way to the shops, but she wouldn't have to do Beyonce's music special every day on Netflix, would she? She wouldn't have to do that aspect of I it. I think they still want attention. That's it, isn't it? Yeah. This is what I'm, this is what I'm wondering. Yeah. They want a different type of attention. Yeah. And what like, is it? What do you and, think and, they want? And now, and now, he's, now he's like controlling the attention he gets. Yeah. The royal family, the royal family have like, they don't just do what they want to do. Everything is being controlled. Yeah. His whole life has been controlled. So every public statement he's ever made, it might have, it would have gone through three people before he's like yeah. said it. So now he's actually just saying what he wants. Yeah. So I think it's probably less like, oh, I shouldn't get attention. But it's like, if I'm going to get attention, I might as well get the attention I want. Like, if I'm going to get famous, well, he's already famous, but if I'm going to be on TV, I want to be on TV saying my own words and not okay. some at Jeffrey McGrann's fucking employee has told me to say, like, who's he? Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Prince Jeffrey. Prince Jeffrey. Yeah. Prince it's on, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Joffa. It's on their uh, terms. Right. It's on their terms now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're, we're out of time. Fascinating chat. Thank you very much, Neve Spencer, Josh Jones. Um, I hope you've liked this. If you've just stumbled across this um, edition because of my attention seeking online, do go to wherever you get your podcast, leave a review, hit subscribe. We cover everything from male body image to sexual jealousy. It's everything in there you wish like to talk about. It's there. Go there. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Russell Kane. Goodbye. Goodbye.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.